0: joining us now live from the USTA Boys 16s and 18s National Championships in Kalamazoo is a returning champion here on our Crack Racket shows of course you know him as the now head coach not interim head coach of the defending national finalist the Baylor Bears it is head coach Michael Woodson coach welcome back to the show great to finally get to do this in person how are you doing today i'm
1: doing well appreciate you having me um, certainly excited to be here and always a pleasure to be on the pod so Um, yeah, enjoying some beautiful weather and some good tennis.
0: I appreciate that. There are a couple of things I want to ask you about, but the first two topics I have to start with, how do I know you're from Texas now, that the Valpo in you has been fully washed away? You're wearing long sleeves in 95 degree heat. That is impressive, Coach. That is Texas strong.
1: Uh, It's cool up here today, (laughs) you know, compared to what we're experiencing in Waco, so um, yeah, no, this is is kind of what I do anyways, so that's a signature of mine, and uh, certainly uh, always comfortable in the long sleeves and uh and in the heat
0: yeah no again definitely it's a good look the last question or the other question i have to ask because i know she'll hear this podcast if i don't ask it first i'll get yelled at you got to try the brownies put on the the rating scale one to ten what do you say
1: I mean, 11. Uh, <laughs> they were fantastic. Uh, you, you built them up the other day, and, and, and your mother didn't disappoint. So yeah. uh, compliments to the chef for sure. They were fantastic.
0: She will appreciate that. Uh, you will quickly <laughs> learn I am the least talented Gruskin. But, of course, we have you here at the USTA Boys 16s and 18s National Championships. It's the return for so many of you coaches. I know you've got to travel a little bit this summer, but this is the first Super Bowl. This is the first big event where you've gotten to see so many of these kids. And it's not even the 18 straw. I imagine it's the sixteen teams draw the class of 23 24 that you really haven't gotten to see, see compete at all what's it been like for you on the grounds I know you're not allowed to talk about any players specifically but just being back out here getting to see these players play
1: oh it's such a treat I mean they all you know train at such a high level and uh, compete at such a high level it's it's great to see what you know the the United States has to offer I think there's so many great up and coming young players that we're seeing, you know, both at the at the pro and junior level that it's nice to be able to get back out here and, and see, you know, kids compete live in person with, with fans and, and other coaches. So, uh, you know, it's been a long time coming and certainly excited to be here.
0: Mm-hmm. And to the players and coaches who are wondering, not necessarily what can I do to get noticed, but as you mentioned, as opposed to watching on a live stream or chatting with a kid via Zoom, you can actually meet them, see them in person. What are the things you are looking for? What are the things you can do in person that you just weren't able to do over the past 18 months?
1: you know for me I, I want the players to focus on the tournament sure. um you know I, I think there's so many opportunities here to meet and, and chat and, and and get distracted by the college process and um you know for us we're, we're looking for for guys that are really focused on having success and competing at the highest level looking to develop and improve and so it's really what they do out on the court how they carry themselves how they manage their emotions how they manage the competition do they lean in are they you know are they giving it, all, it, it their all when they're not playing their best and and then how, how do they handle struggle? How do they handle defeat? Do they come back out and play hard in the back draw? Um, you know, do, do they handle that adversity well? And it comes in so many different forms. Um, you know, how does their team and their camp handle things? And then you're just trying to watch everything and, and get to know them as much as possible and kind of see how does it look? Um, you know, if, if we put them in green and gold and bring them down to Waco, what is that going to look like? Um, so I, I'm probably less chatty than most. Uh, I'm really just trying to examine, you know, are, are we going to be able to help? This young man and their family um, and are they going to be able to help help the Bears
0: Mm -hmm. and obviously that is a tough question for any kid to answer can I help the Bears coming off of the season you guys have national finalists and again before I ask about that an adverse situation for you. Spencer Furman walks in in Nebraska colors. Is that weird? I mean, it's we're less than six months removed.
1: Ah, man, what a dream! <laughs> uh, you know that guy is so much better at coaching than I am. It's not even funny. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm just so happy for him, and and I think it's it's such a unique opportunity for him at his age to to kind of lean into what it means to be a, a power five division one assistant. I, I'm obviously indebted to to Sean for giving him that opportunity, and I, I know Spencer won't disappoint. Um, but he he just loves it so much that. Yeah, I, we've got to make the most of the next like three or four years, and then he's going to be beating us <laughs> to a bloody pulp.
0: <laughs> exactly. Will I? Should I expect a Waco Lincoln home and home at some point? Um, in we're the going
1: region? to Nebraska this year. Really? So yeah, um, yeah it's it, it's it's taking root credit, for sure. Yeah,
0: credit to you. You do schedule them all. I always love to see that. And obviously, right now things are going so well in Waco. You guys are coming off of a national final. You bring back a top three in Adrian Boyton Matthias Soto, Sven Law that. You know, not only were one of the top, top threes in the nation last season, but, you know, they're all now veterans on the job. They've seen everything to play against Florida in that situation in Orlando. But you did lose the back half of your singles lineup, and I know some transfers in, some transfers out. How's the goings down in Waco? How are you feeling about the team? I know they're headed down to campus soon.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm certainly very excited. I think, uh, obviously, you know, Nick, Spencer, Charlie, Connie, Ryan, I mean huge, huge part of the program um, you know, just did so much for us and not just on the court you know, they they handled themselves with such positivity, such maturity such class, uh, they carried us to, you know, in a lot of ways to where we were last year, And um, so it's going to be big shoes to fill, but We've got some guys coming up, um, you know, that were younger that had, you know, had less opportunities this past year. And obviously we've got some great players coming in, um, you know, both freshmen and, and transfers that we're really excited about. So, you know, I mean, I I don't want to be that person that, that reaches, but um, – I think as a team, talent-wise, experience, you know, everything that we gained this past year and we're going to carry into next year, I I would foresee us to be, you know, a a little bit stronger next year. Mm -hmm. Um, That that – doesn't mean that there aren't going to be teams better than us. I think there's some great, great programs out there with a lot of really strong rosters. It's going to just be a lot of fun, um, you know. And I think if we can be in that conversation again, then uh, it's going to be exciting.
0: Yeah, and I think when you look, if you don't mind me saying, and you always like when I put on the pundit hat because it just gives you ammo for the bulletin board. I mean, last year, not that the top three wasn't outstanding, but you knew what you were going to get in four, five, and six. You guys lost like nine total matches across the season in those three positions. That was bread and butter. Put the three points on the board we just have to find one more it will be a shift next year because the difference is and you got asked this question for six months consecutively we all know how good Adrian is now he comes back at the number one singles position Matias I mean I watched him clinch over Monday you have a moment like that in an NCAA championship I can't wait to see what happens the next year Sven healthy playing his best tennis again as well I don't want to ask what are you expecting from those three guys, but have you seen them put on? I know they were leaders last season, but they were leading seniors. It's very easy to lead seniors. It's a little bit different to lead new faces. What are you expecting from those three? What have you seen from them from a development standpoint this summer?
1: Yeah, I've been extremely impressed with all three of them. I mean, they've been out and, com- and competed a ton. They've been training hard all summer. I mean, they want to be, you know, they want to make it on at the next level. Yeah. Um, and, and their maturity and their dedication is going to need to be at the highest level. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm really impressed with what I'm seeing from those three guys, um, you know, and, and excited to have them leading the charge again next year for us um, expectations are extremely high from those guys from a guy like Finn Bass that have had those experiences that, that are a little bit older and that have been in the program for a while um, to really lead us to, to new heights um, it's interesting. Everybody talks about what those three guys did at four, five, and six last year, but they were new to Baylor, mm-hmm. um, and so you know I think they were extremely mature and they they did a phenomenal job. But I think that the other guys set the tone for them, and they slotted in really nicely with their own um, their own hint of leadership and and experience. And I got to be honest, I think it's going to be pretty similar this year. You're going to see guys slot in there in the middle in the back of the lineup that are pretty experienced and pretty, pretty talented, um, you know, and, and who knows if those guys don't move things around even up at the top as well, it's going to be a very competitive group of guys and that all have similar goals. And I'm excited to, to see them battle it out and, uh, do it together.
0: Absolutely. And we'll do a full podcast on all these guys as we get closer to the season finn's a guy i have my eye on i'm expecting a big jump from him i watched him and charlie dominate at three doubles at the ncaa tournament and that's just the little nugget you always love to see heading into a next season okay finn's a guy to keep an eye on but i know some transfers some new faces what can we expect give me the rundown i know you haven't probably seen them yet they're getting what couple of weeks they come to campus but the new faces for the baylor bears what can we expect
1: I mean I'm I'm certainly very excited I think yeah just to to finish that thought I have very high expectations for Finn this coming year he knows that we you know and he feels that way as well I think I mean, it's hard to say you play above your level when pressure's on because that's your level. I would say he plays as close to his level as anybody that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he rises to the occasion, and and I really appreciate that. And so I think, you know, things are are, are looking good for him. I think he's putting in a lot of great work this summer. He's competed a ton, and he's going to be ready when when the lights turn on. Uh, And I'm really excited about that. And the guys coming in, I mean, it's a – it's a good mix of of experience um talent and uh you know tremendous upside i feel like we're we've got guys coming in that actually you know maybe have underachieved in in roles um in other programs maybe it wasn't the right fit for them and um it's just going to add such a nice dynamic for us because they're so excited to be a part of the the program um just the the gratitude and appreciation for for what we're trying to do and uh, what the you know what the other guys are doing and how they're all on the same page have the same goals. Um, That's that's where it makes a huge difference. If they're all bought in um, and excited to be there, then then the sky is really the limit.
0: Are you allowed uh, to name names yet? For uh, some of these players. It,
1: it depends on how you talk was, about. So exactly, but so
0: for Teddy, are we allowed to talk about? We Teddy can yet? talk about Teddy. Was it weird for him to put on the green for the first time?
1: Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. to see Charlie pop that hat on him after they won the doubles huh. title and in, uh, in Serbia was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, and you know, I have so much respect for him, and um, you know, certainly excited about everything that he accomplished. Before he got to college, and just how he kind of put it on us. I mean, we played four times this past year. We were only able to beat him, you know, twice in in uh, singles and once in doubles. And you know, he beat Charlie in what was an incredibly high-level match, even just a couple weeks ago. Both of them are playing so well. And um, you know, his perspective and his uh, his experience at, at TCU is going to serve him very well and us very well over the next three years. So I, I couldn't be more excited to get him to campus.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's. Yes, you lose three big faces, three huge contributors. I mean, four huge contributors. I forgot Connie there in the doubles lineup as well. Uh, but certainly you bring back a ton of talent now. Some non-Baylor questions I want to ask you that I've want been asking all of these coaches. These are the hot topics right now throughout the college tennis world. Let's start with the NIL ruling—the opportunity for these athletes to capitalize off of their image, off of their likitness. Now, you were a college athlete, and I don't know if you would have gotten the big deal. Let's be honest—you know, you would be Probably sponsored not. by my mom's brownies. That would have been the extent of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, um, the opportunity, in I mean, you have players at Baylor who want to pursue pro careers. Adrian's out there on the futures right now. We've seen Sven do, we've seen Matthias do, it. Charlie's out there now as well. With the NIL, do you think we will get college tennis to a point? uh, Yourself, fellow coaches, will be able to go to the top prospects, not only in the United States but across the globe, and say, hey, come to college for two years. Not only will you be able to work on your development, we'll buy into the program, have a set family, but we can actually put some travel money in your pocket to where you're coming out in two years, and you have enough money to sustain yourself through your two – Uh, first two years of the futures as opposed to just taking on that debt so early in life is that the eventual pathway I know that's a loaded question but I'm curious
1: that is an extremely loaded question (laughs) um you know to to say that any of us really know how it's going to shake out would be premature um but you know I think our goal in in coaching these these young men and, and having them come to a place like Baylor is for them to be as prepared as possible to to hit the tour um, when they're done, whether that's in one year, one semester, or four years, five years, um, you know, that's our goal is to leave them at, at the best possible position to sustain themselves long term, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's about building connections, preparing them, equipping them with knowledge on how to take care of themselves, scheduling, body, mm-hmm. uh, mind, everything. Um, and so I think NIL just provides uh, those additional opportunities to help them understand how to brand themselves how to connect with others and, and really uh, monetize who, who they are. Um, so I, th- I think it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out, but, but I, I certainly believe Baylor's you know second to none when it comes to uh, brand recognition and, and the opportunities that they're going to have by being a part of the tennis program.
0: There's a block M in the state that we're in that I would say is equally well branded, but um, I'll leave that for myself now. No, I, I, I completely agree with you. Again, I know players in this tournament are listening parents listen do you want a player focusing on any of the nil stuff before they get to baylor or do you want to be able to do should that be from the college side not the players coming in
1: that's a that's a tough question because I think ultimately with NIL, I mean we're not we're not going to be getting involved in that as sure. coaches, right? They have to kind of do it on their own. Unless you um,
0: are, who knows? Right now, that's it. Uh, really is yeah.
1: unknown. no, we'll we'll see. I think as yeah. of right now, we're not supposed to. and yeah, exactly. we can talk about how great it is. Yeah. but ultimately, you know, they need to be in a position to where they're attractive. Yeah, um, you know, being branded with Baylor is very attractive, and then they have to separate themselves yes. right from their competition. It's just like on the tennis court, um, and so I think it's something that. You'd be silly to ignore completely, um, but you know, focusing on your own personal development and your brand recognition and and who you are as a player and as a person will just make you, you know, more attractive from everybody, from sponsorships, from um, you know the the NLI opportun- nil opportunities, et cetera. So I think it's it's very important to to pay attention to the changing nature of college athletics and mm-hmm. uh, make sure you understand you know who's kind of at the forefront and uh, who's leading that charge and, and how willing they are to really help prepare um, these these student-athletes for, for life after college tennis, yeah. um, you know, wh- whatever that may be for them.
0: Absolutely, and again it, there's so much still unknown to your point earlier, right, so it's impossible to speak definitively about any of it One topic with retrospect, I know coaches are speaking definitively about now, and many have expressed, if I could go back in time and reverse any decision, it may be the decision by the NCAA to grant all those spring athletes an additional year of eligibility, just in terms of planning out your scholarships and the abundance of players on the transfer portal right now. Life is... We'll say a little bit more difficult for you coaches than it would be under normal circumstances. I'll ask that question to you as well. If you could go back to 2020, discuss with the NCAA committee, not that they were talking to coaches, but if say, hey, maybe we don't need to do this for the spring athletes or in particular, we don't need to give everyone an extra year of eligibility. Your thoughts on that? Because I I do feel like it's the non-revenue sports, the tennises of the world in particular that take the brunt of that.
1: I've never even thought about it once. Um, So that's a great question. Haven't thought about it. I think it's really served our student athletes very well. Um, And that's really all that matters to me. Um, You know, I I think our guys have had opportunities to pursue, pursue master's programs, to have experiences that wouldn't have been afforded to them otherwise. So frankly, I'm all for it. Um, I think, You know, the the more opportunity that they have to get education, to have training, to have uh, these type of experiences are uh, something that I'm not going to complain about. Um, You know, I think it it serves everybody differently, and I think it, it gives maybe a little bit more power to the student athlete, and some people don't like that i 'm okay with it. I think if you give them great experiences and um you you know you treat them the right way, then it will all work out
0: no i I think it 's also because you 're good at math. Some of these coaches they don 't like to move around the numbers and like this just gets a little bit more difficult for me. I got into tennis to avoid mathematics, not not worry about how i 'm balancing what but you no know, again it it 's certainly an interesting time, and then the last question I know it 's baylor centric I know there's so many other details you don 't know. I know your answer would be put us in the SEC, put us in the Pac-12, put us in the Big Ten. I'll schedule the top ten teams one to ten every season and we'll be okay. You don't worry about those sorts of things, right? The conference alignment and, you know, whatever Oklahoma and Texas are doing.
1: No, I, I really haven't given it much thought. I, I just have so much confidence in, in where we are as a brand and as an athletic department. I mean, we had four different sports ranked number one in the country this past year. I mean, that is a testament to President Livingstone and and, and, uh, and Mac Rhodes, our athletic director, and I, I couldn't imagine picking other people to be in that role um you know in a time like this where we have to fight for baylor at university and baylor athletics i mean it is incredible what our enrollment's doing and, and how you know healthy we are financially as a department and um and a university in in a what has been an absolutely tragic time um you know they've they've led us with such grace and uh, perseverance and class that uh I just leave it to them and, and just try to, you know, do my part um, and do our part as a tennis program to where we're a true asset to the department university.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to think, you guys, basketball, or the other two sports?
1: Women's golf and uh, women's acrobatics
0: and tumbling. Yeah, it's always acrobatics and tumbling that get the job <laughs> done. That's a good. I mean, again, with the Block M, a lot of gymnastics titles that we ride proudly. But, no, of course, that is so awesome. Well, then my final question, a fun one for you these three months I know you're on the road recruiting but it's also well actually players are on campus training as well there really is no vacation as the coach you are aware of that but we'll say these past three months or at least May to like the start of August you have a little bit more free time on your hands what does Michael Woodson do with that free time when he's away from the court when it's that off season I honestly build block towers <laughs> and
1: do puzzles over and over again <laughs> with the girls
0: I was gonna say a lot of Barney a lot of Teletubby I guess that's my era
1: but they love Peppa Pig, and 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 now they talk in a British accent and they say things like, my, "My family is out in San Diego right now, which is where my wife is from." And 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 Jojo, my oldest, is like, "I can't wait to get to the sea." And we're like, "What? It's the ocean. No, no, it's the sea, Mama, Yeah, Mama Pig." Yeah, and and so it's uh, it's pretty funny. And they love to watch like the animals on the Discovery Channel. We want to watch the same ones over and over again. And like at this in Serengeti, these animals die. And like Vanessa and I are. Crying crying and the kids are like let's watch it again yeah.
0: it's part of the ecosystem no, he's just
1: laying down and resting dad i'm like
0: he is not <laughs> exactly no that's super fun well i'm glad to hear the family as well i'm glad to see you are doing well and again congratulations on a fantastic 2020 season obviously i can't at 2021 season excuse me and 2020 that was pretty good too but i can't thank you enough for your patience for all of our nonsense here at cracked rackets and obviously a sickum to you as well
1: Hey, Sakem, Alex, thank you so much for the coverage, uh, what you guys are doing for college tennis and, and just tennis in general, building the sport, you know, not just in the United States, but but around the world is, is something that's dearly needed and much appreciated. So uh, excited to to have a great relationship with you and, and uh, what you're doing for the sport. So Sakem
0: Bears. I'm making a Texas swing this year. I'm telling you, Coach, it's happening. We wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: We'll welcome you with open arms.
0: Awesome. Well, Coach Michael Woodson, thank you so much. Appreciate it.